You're listening to the Unbreakable Moms podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Page. This podcast is for moms of teenage daughters who are searching for peace in their home. In each episode, I share interviews with experts who give us insights and tips to help us deal with the issues affecting our teens. We talk about everything from self-esteem to anxiety and depression to bad attitudes and, well, anything and everything else that disrupts the peace in our family. In today's episode, I'm chatting with a psychotherapist and intuitive parenting coach, Victoria Shaw, about tapping into our intuition while we continue to guide and mold our teenagers. Today's episode, she shares how moms can learn to hear what their intuition is actually telling them, especially when our buttons are being pushed. After all, as Victoria tells us, kids are genetically engineered to push our buttons. Welcome, everybody. We have a wonderful guest today. I have Victoria Shaw with me. She is a parenting coach, but more importantly, she's a licensed professional counselor, which I know many of us moms feel that we really need to engage with, especially for our daughters and all of their um, trials and tribulations that come up. So I've asked Victoria to, to join us today, but I'm going to let Victoria explain and share with everybody about a little, her background. Thanks. Great. So I am, as you said before, I'm a licensed uh, professional counselor in the state of Connecticut, and I also do uh, coaching, intuitive coaching all over the country, and I even have a few international clients. And my journey uh, was um, through my own kids. I uh, have a doctorate in psychology, and I was a research psychologist um, for many years. And then I decided to take a break and have kids and do some other stuff. And when my kids got to right about, I would say, the tween years, I realized I just wasn't the kind of parent that I wanted to be. I was frustrated. I was tired. I was, and so I sort of started my own inner work and my own inner journey to sort of see what was getting in the way of my being the kind of parent that I wanted to be for my kids. And in the process of that, a couple of things happened. Um, one, I really started to tap into my intuition and mother's intuition, but just intuition in general. So my way of understanding the world and uh, people became really different. And I felt it for me almost like a spiritual awakening. And I also became aware of all of the ways in which sort of my own childhood and my own issues were impacting my relationship with my kids and what I brought to the table as a parent. And so I started to do that work as well. And as I did that, I found not only did the parenting relationship improve drastically and dramatically, but also life got a lot more pleasant and easier for me. And so um, bringing all that together, I decided that it would be really a great idea for me to be able to share what I learned on my own personal journey and to support others. And so I've been a parenting coach and counselor now for just about 10 years. That's wonderful. And I love that you shared that you recognized that something was kind of amiss in your parenting style with your own children and took on that responsibility to say, what am I doing wrong that's not creating the behavior and the yes. type of child I had envisioned? <laughs> um, you know, obviously as parents, our, our job is to model and kind of shape and form our, our children. So I think that's really um, wonderful that you were able to recognize that. And I know, you know, many moms probably 
have not quite come to that awareness yet or even thought right. that, you know, maybe there's, I need to shift something in how I do things. Yes. So I would love to dive in deeper to that. But first, I yes. want to talk to you a little bit about, you said that you one of the things that you did as you kind of went on this journey and began this journey is that you started tapping into your intuition. Yes. Now that seems to be a really commonly heard word these days, but can you explain oh, to our listeners exactly what that means to you and how you kind of utilize that word? So for me, I look from intuition to intuition from a spiritual perspective. That's how it makes sense to me. So I think of it as I understand that human beings are spiritual beings first and foremost. And it doesn't matter what religion you follow. It doesn't matter what your background is. It is my understanding and my belief that we are all here spiritual beings having a human experience. And your intuition is what connects you with that. Intuition works even if you don't want to take the spiritual perspective, and everybody has experiences with their intuition. There's really a lot of times we sort of brush it off, but when I start to talk about these things with people all over the globe, everybody has at least one experience where they knew something or had a gut feeling or some kind of experience where it wasn't their brain, it wasn't something that they knew logically, but they knew that it was right. It was a hunch, it was a feeling, and whether they followed it or not, it was validated in some way that that was in fact the right choice. And so we all have these experiences. For me, um, I have them a lot and I use them professionally, but everybody has that experience. And um, for some of us, it might come more easily than others, but oftentimes too, people just don't pay attention because we don't live in a, we live in a society that teaches us how to use our conceptual and our logical mind but we don't live in society that really values or teaches us how to tap into that intuition. Thank you for sharing that. Uh -huh. Now, let me, let me ask, um, you said that most of us are not really aware of our intuition to tap into it. Is there something that we can do as parents to kind of tap into that intuitive side? I mean, is it, is it something that you just kind of sit and you, you try to really figure out what it is, or is it just something that just kind of flows? I mean, how do we tap into that side of us? I mean, I think that if you've had, I mean, part of it is how we're raised. So some people have just naturally been raised with a little bit more vocabulary and a little more understanding of intuition and that gut sense and that, you know, in that um, nonlinear knowing. And so those people have a little bit of an advantage, but again, it's, it's available to everyone. And I teach I have actually just launched an online course on this, but I've been teaching people to tap into their intuition for years. And I do that with my clients as well. But the basic thing, intuition works when your mind is still. Because what happens for most of us is we're getting these intuitive messages all the time, but we can't tap into them because our minds are so busy. So anything that you can do to still your mind is the first step to connecting with your intuition. So for me, that was meditation. And as I started meditating regularly, all of a sudden, these gifts sort of emerged. Um, but it can be lots of things. People sometimes um, find a, a walk in nature, a bath or a shower, repetitive sort of exercises, um, listening to music cooking, knitting, driving, all those things that sort of quiet the mind or engage the mind just enough that it's not super busy and active, your intuitive knowing will come through. And okay. yeah, and the best way to know if it's your intuition is just to start the process of asking to tap into it. And then, you know, you'll start to know wh which hunches panned out and which did not. And then you start to get a sense of how it works for you and how it feels for you. Okay. So how does this work then? I mean, you say that, you know, you're, you're an intuitive um, counselor and you work, you know, intuitive coach, I guess you could say with, for uh, teens yeah. and, and parents. Mm -hmm. 
how does that work? I mean, you say you tap into your own intuition to help yep. kind of guide your clients and your patients, but how how can parents really use that? I mean, besides learning to sit still, but what, maybe they don't even really know what that means. means. Right. So when I'm working with a parent, I will help them with that and I'll help them identify their own inner knowing. And part of it's just by resonance. When they see me doing it, it develops in them naturally. And then also I can use my intuition to help get to the root of the problem, to help um, see what might be going on, to figure out what kinds of um, strategies will help for the parent and also just what sort of treatment strategies will help if it's more of a counseling issue for either the parent or the child or both. So I think any good healer or helper is using their intuition. Um, it's just that we, you know, not always conscious of it. And the more we can be conscious of it, the more we can use it intentionally, and then it becomes an even better, a better tool. But most parents have had an experience where they just kind of knew something and afterwards you're like, you know, I felt that something was off with that friend, or I, I felt like she wasn't telling me the truth, or, you know, I, I just get an off vibe from that teacher. And those things were validated. Sometimes there are minds and sometimes there are biases and some, or wishful thinking. I've had parents say, I'm sure that, you know, this is all going to work out okay. And that's just my hunch. And I can tell you, cause you know, you're an into, you, you value intuition and I, and my own intuition will say, it's not really a hunch. It's just you know, you really, this is how you want it to work out. But as we practice and as we just allow that this intuition exists, more and more it opens for us. And in my work, I use my intuition, you know, to help uh, clients hone theirs and also, again, to tap into what the issue is. And a lot of, oh, go ahead. Sure. I was going to ask. So, I mean, I think of a lot of, you know, moms that are listening here, they, get a lot of very frustrated and overwhelmed and worried and angry by actions of their, their daughter for whatever yes. reason this, you know, we could, we could all name a million of them easily. Yep. So using your intuition as a mom, do you use it right then and there in that moment? Or is it something where you're talking about stepping aside when, when there is no turmoil um, yes. and, you're, and you are quiet and you're allowing that to come through? Is that more of what you're talking about or is yes. there something we can do right in that moment? Well, there's a, there's a lot you're saying there. And if someone's having those kind of issues, there's a lot of things I would recommend. First of all, it's really important as a parent when you're activated emotionally to start to learn what's getting triggered in you. Because usually if you're responding to a situation in a non-com manner, something is pushing your buttons. And if you can learn to work with and deactivate your buttons, then you are able to parent from a more calm, grounded, and centered place. Okay. And that's the first goal, whether we talk about intuition or not. And when we are in the parenting relationship, a couple of things happen. First of all, you're a parent. And so all of your associations with being a parent comes up. And sometimes your associations with your very own parent, what you liked, what you didn't like, what worked, what didn't work comes up. But also we all have a, a child within us, a child that, you know, hasn't grown up all the way that maybe didn't get everything that it wanted in life is maybe a little bit wounded, everyone, even people that had, you know, um, leave it to beaver childhoods because life isn't perfect. So we all have these little sore spots in us. And those things also get activated again when we have children. So you have, you're coming to the relationship with sort of your inner parent, your inner child, and it's your job as an increasingly aware human being and parent to learn to sort through that, deactivate those buttons, and then you learn to parent from a clear, um, calm state. So I love that. I think you just really nailed it of 
of saying that, you know, as a parent need to step back and recognize how you're being triggered and then yeah. do your own inner work and figure out why am I being triggered and then deactivating. I like that word, right. deactivating yeah, your exactly. button. And that kind of refers back to how we started this whole conversation in your yep. own journey about being aware of what was going on within yourself and needing to do your own inner work so that you could become a better parent towards your own children. Yeah, it's true. And I think that our children are genetically engineered to push our buttons. That's just, <laughs> that's just how it works. So you have to get used to that. Some may push your buttons more than others, um, you know, because we all have different personalities and our kiddos come into this world with their very own personalities. Sometimes they're like us, sometimes they're not. Sometimes they remind us of the sibling or the parent that they, we didn't get along with. There's, or sometimes they remind us of how we were as a child and we're terrified that they're going to make all the same mistakes that we did. Um, but it's good to sort of start to tune into that inner landscape of how you're being impacted by your child or by the, your child's behaviors because your child is not you. Your child is not your mom or that sibling that you didn't like, or I'm sure you love your sibling, but that, you know, triggered you as a child. Your child is just an their own unique individual. And so really as parents, it's our job to tune into that and figure out how to support that own unique child that, yes, you know, came out of you or from you, but is now their own independent agent. And our job is to support them on their journey, which can be very unique and might not be what we think it's supposed to be at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think so many times, you know, as parents, we are very reactionary um, and very emotional because we do get triggered. And so yeah. I think a lot of times our responses are not just reactions, but come out of we're really fear and we may not realize it, but we're afraid of what may happen if our yes. child continues down the pathway or makes the choices that, they're, right. that they've been making. And so can using our intuition, I assume, can help us kind of address that so we don't parent from that fearful side? It can help. I mean, the first thing I often say to parents is focus on what's happening now. Oftentimes we see a child that's impulsive, right? You have a 10 year old and oh my God, they're so impulsive. They're going to be a drug addict and they're never going to be able to accomplish anything. And oh my God, and they're going to end up living in a box and it's going to be all my fault. <laughs> and that's, that's a load. You're actually putting all that onto your child. When you are projecting like that into your child's future with all that anxiety, they're picking up on all of those anxious feelings. They're picking up on all of those beliefs and it's not even happening now. So it's really important when your mind goes spinning like that, or you think again, like he's going to turn out like, you know, my brother who never accomplished anything or whatever's getting triggered in you. Stay with what's happening now. Ask yourself, what would support my child now? Because now is the only moment that we ever have. And that's the one where most of the work gets done. And that also will help you be a little more constructive. And because when we get really activated and anxious about our children, they take that on. And I have seen it become a self-fulfilling prophecy if we're not careful where our children take it on. And, you know, you're not parenting 20 years from now. You're parenting for what your kid needs now. And of course, as soon as you recognize that there might be an issue and you, and you start working on it, you know, the future is, is completely um, open. And so basically what you're telling and sharing here is that a lot of these things of, you know, tuning into your own intuition as a parent, it's something that really is applicable throughout the, all the stages of your children and not even just your children, but for your, yourself. So yeah. I know some of our moms listening have younger children, you know, yes. not quite even preteen yet. Yep. yet so of they're course. really young. So this could really be something that could help them, couldn't it? Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. And again, the major thing is whatever you can do to stay calm most of the time, we're all human, really, really helps. Checking in with yourself and knowing when you're activated and what's getting triggered in you and doing your own inner work, it will work wonders and it'll help you to separate your needs, wants, and desires from your child's needs, wants, and desires. And I'm not saying that you know you should let your child go wild and do whatever they want. You are the parent and you have wisdom here. But what I am saying is that, you know, we all come equipped with this intuitive knowing. We all come equipped with a GPS system. And the more you encourage and enable your child to tune into that and teach them to tune into that and model for them tuning into that and get out of their way, the more um, joyful and meaningful their lives will be. And the more they'll be able to walk on the path that, you know, their spirit intended for them to live in this lifetime. And the more they'll be able to, you know, um, really express what they're here to express and um, really draw on their own unique gifts that they are here to contribute to the world. So, I mean, if mom is listening now and she says, you know, I want to tap into this, you know, I have some gut feelings every now and then, you know, what, what's like the first step or two that she can take to kind of become more aware of this intuition and help guide her as she's, you know, raising her, her teenage daughter? Um, I think there's a lot of good books out there. Like I said, I offer an online class, but there's a lot of good material. And I would recommend reading um, Sonia Choquette is a good author um, who writes a lot. And she writes about, a lot about intuitive children. Um, I'm trying to think who else. There's a lot of good books. Start with that one. Um, I can try to think of some more. Um, so read about it. Kind of figure out what is intuition because that's a really good thing. Whenever we're really paying attention, I actually host a whole book group where we just read books around intuition. And the reason that I do that is as you start to tune into your intuition, as you start to allow that this is a possibility, it opens up for you naturally. It's like when you're thinking about buying a particular car and then you know suddenly you see that car everywhere, like every third person is driving that car. It's the same thing with your intuition. When you start to just recognize it and start to pay attention, you'll see it everywhere. And as you start to see it everywhere, it will blossom and grow because what we put our attention on blossoms. Um, but also some of the books will help you find the words and find the tools. And really it's, it's about stilling your mind and just starting to pay attention. And I think that's probably the, the easiest advice, although right. I shouldn't say easy. It's, it's simple, but it's not easy to just still the mind. I mean, as a mom, your mind is constantly going anyway yes. because you're trying to organize your house, run your kid's life, run your own life. <laughs> and the other thing that will really help with both parenting, but also helping you tune into your intuition is self-care. Um, Self-care will also help you keep the button pushing activation level down because of course, the more tired we are, the more stressed we are, the more easier it is for us to become emotionally activated and the easier it is for us to get into it with our kids. So self-care is key. And oftentimes moms hear the word self-care and they gasp and they say, oh no, you want me to do something else, like something else to add my to-do to list, which is already too much. And that's actually not what I mean at all. Self-care can be as simple as, you know, taking five minutes to have a nice leisurely cup of tea or go for a walk or sit in your yard when you're, you know, doing, if not today, if you're in Connecticut, but other times, <laughs> um, you know, when you're doing some work or taking a phone call, it can be very small things. It does usually mean eating well and eating enough, sleeping well and sleeping enough if that's okay, even if that means that you sometimes have to let a few things go to make that happen. Um, but it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be a laundry list of things to do. It's really about tuning into your own needs and making sure that you know you're prioritizing them 
as much or more than you do of the needs of everyone else on the planet because you matter too. And when your cup is not full or your pitcher is not full, you can't fill other cups. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're more like, yeah, go ahead. (laughs) I was just going to say that that self-care piece, I know for myself as a mom, oftentimes I'll say, but I don't have time for self-care. I'm too busy. But I think it's the the people that have those thoughts like myself that really need to say, no, I do need to make the time. Not that I need to find the time and have the time, but I need to make the time because then I can, you know, be a better parent and you start learning to use my intuition, which then helps and benefits my own children in the rest of my life. And you have to have that time to sit with yourself, to be with yourself, to know what your own wants, needs, and feelings feel like in order to really tap into your inner knowing. Mm. A lot of times we suppress our feelings, we suppress our needs, we're not in touch with ourselves. And when we're not in touch with ourselves, we don't have that clarity that we need to sort of hear the, the, the call of our soul and hear those deeper longings and those deeper needs, which are actually the things that want to guide you in your life and bring you to a greater place of joy. Oh, wonderful. Such great pieces of advice and wisdom here. I really, um, I really appreciate what you're sharing with the moms and really having them kind of look at themselves and looking within instead of always trying to fix the child. Because I know that seems to be very a reactionary approach that, you know, my child is not behaving right. They need therapy. They need counseling as opposed to mom taking a look at themselves and saying, okay, that might be true, but what can I do and what's causing me to respond and react the way I do whenever X, Y, Z occurs? Exactly. And when I work with kids, I always work with families because I always, I always tell parents there's, you know, so much I could do in the 45 minutes that you entrust me with your child, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot that you can do for the rest of the time when you're with them. And it's really, really important. And again, yeah, it's not about fixing your child. It can be about supporting your child. I'm a big fan of therapy. That's, that's what I do for a living. And I work with many, many kids, but exactly. It's also important that parents reflect so that they're doing their work too. And then miraculous things happen. So the coaching that you do with parents, is that something that that they can just contact you and schedule an appointment? Is it a series of classes or workshops? How does that work? So in in terms of my parent coaching, I do a couple different things from the counseling perspective. um, I do parent counseling. So that's a little bit more sort of in depth about looking at sort of what what your issues are, what's going on with you, and then giving um, concrete advice um, of how to support your child. And well, I guess, you know what, parent coaching is similar. <laughs> With a parent <laughs> coaching too, a lot of times I, um, most people that come for me for coaching come for me more for the intuitive piece. So that's almost sometimes more like a reading of the child to get a different perspective and a more intuitive, clear perspective of the child. So in that case, I don't need to know your child at all. Um, but in both cases, what I'm helping the parent to see is sort of understand and appreciate their child as a unique spiritual and human being with their own path and their own life's mission and how to support them on that. And also helping the parent to see, you know, what their blockages are, what their um, triggers are, what's going on for them that might be getting triggered and impacting their relationship and what, you know, they can do to feel better and to become more effective parents. Um, And that, and that can be anything from an ongoing relationship. I do have parents that call me just you know, now and again when there's a problem um, or even just for a one-time reading. And so I, I leave it to my clients to know what's going to work best for them. And use their intuition. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm all about empowering the client. 
Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for thank your time you. and sharing so your knowledge and your wisdom and these tips for all of us moms that are, you know, battling all of the issues um, with our own teenage daughters and just life in general. And I will share a link with everybody to your website so they can contact you, find out more about your services and um, workshops that you may have. And um, I'll also share a link to the, the book that you had recommended in case any moms are yes, thank you more about it. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Victoria. All right. If you enjoyed today's episode, I invite you to become a sponsor of The Unbreakable Moms. There are four different levels of sponsorship available, each with their own perks and benefits. Simply click the link in the details of this episode to be taken to the Unbreakable You Academy. Here you will find the different sponsorship levels as well as other programs and courses created by the Unbreakable Moms. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Moms podcast. I hope that you learned something about how to tap into your own intuition to become a better parent. I loved the insight that Dr. Victoria Shaw gave us about having our buttons pushed, that we need to do some of our own self-reflection about why they are being pushed. Was there something in my past or someone who created this response? It's once we have that understanding ourselves that we can better respond to our children's behavior that pushes our own buttons. If you'd like to connect with Victoria Shaw, you can email her at vfshawphd at gmail.com or go ahead and visit her website at victoriashawpsychotherapy.com. That's it for today. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Unbreakable Moms podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review and of course, share it with another Unbreakable Mom. I'll catch you next time.